this young lady is straight up bought this from JT. Ah, man, I wonder what her ears are gonna be like when she's a grandma. Are they gonna still work? <laughs> oh man, I pray. I hope my ears. I pray to God my ears still work when I become a grandpa. So much live music I've been listening to. Uh, I forgot to say a couple things. Um, one, another reason why my day has been good is because I had a cookie today. I had a delivery to this hotel, and they had cookies in a basket sitting there. Oh, man, it took everything in me to not take all them cookies. And what's wild is, like, uh, as I was walking by, I didn't even, like, take a close look at the cookies. I just was like, hmm, cookies, grab one. And I accidentally grabbed an oatmeal raisin. But it was actually good. They had all the other flavors too. Oh man, I should have scooped up at least three of them jokers. Uh, oh well. The best cookies are at Double Tree though. They got them chocolate chip cookies. For those of y'all didn't know. Anyway, I'm at this McDonald's. There's like 30 cars here, 30 deep. We'll see how long this takes. Oh man. Alright, um, right, other thing I forgot to say is on, on Leviticus 12, some thoughts just went through my head as I was like letting it marinate, that's why it's good to like sit, let the word marinate, even before you read the commentary, just read, before you read, pray, like Lord speak to me, and then after like during it, you know, say little prayers, you know, don't be afraid to say it more than once, that scripture, read the same passage more than once. And then also let it uh let it go back let it after you're done just sit with it just sit with it sit with it just sit with it just sit with it and let it marinate like or let it uh as they call it like in um like let it brine and chicken you let it brine overnight like really good chicken the secret of good chicken is you put in some salt water and you let it brine. That's what the word does to your brain, like when you let it just brine your brain. There you go. Brine your brain. Um, let the word brine your brain. Alright, so from all the chefs out there, the cook, real cooks, you know what I'm talking about. The secret to good fried chicken is all about the brine. Not letting it go too long and making sure the ratios are right. But a simple brine goes a long way. It makes the the meat flavorful and juicy all the way down and tender all the way down to the bone. Um, anyway, you don't have to put it in like a seasoning. doesn't even have to need that much salt when you brine it well. So it's flavorful on the outside and on the inside. Nobody wants bland chicken on the inside. Anyway, I don't know how I got on chicken. But, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. When it was brining, when I was letting that, the word brine on my brain, I was thinking of, uh, I saw the passage again. It was like in Leviticus 12, 1, the son was supposed to be circumcised on the eighth day, which once again, the number eight is the day, the number of eight new beginnings. Um, why was he supposed to be circumcised? It was a ritual that they did, that God mandated to set them apart from the rest of the world. And circumcision, circumcision is painful. I'm sure there's more, somebody out there probably has more commentary that goes more in depth of the, the significance of circumcision and why God will require 
um, the children of Israel to be circumcised. But anyway, happened on the eighth day, day of new beginnings. Remember that, number eight. Also, other thought I was having, it was saying that they're supposed to do a burnt offering and do a purification offering, purification uh, sacrifice. Uh, with a lamb or like you say in a, um, a turtle dove or if you didn't have a turtle dove, a lamb you could do two turtle doves and two pigeons or whatever or whatever it said whatever those two animals were um, two yeah four birds and I was thinking like how the womb I just I don't know I was just letting it marinate. I was thinking about how the womb, how when we're born into this world, how we are born into a sin nature. We inherit the sin nature from Adam and Eve. And this ritual that they did was what they had before we got Jesus, like we have today. Today we have Jesus. That is. That's why it's important to be born again and we have the outward baptism that we do. Um, but back then, this was like their baptism. This was like their way of salvation and baptism. And it's interesting. Because also you had... Like it's almost like that first offering, the burnt offering was like almost like Thanksgiving, like a celebratory. I could be wrong. I need to research on this more. But it's like, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, God. At the time, they didn't know they had no real concept of Jesus yet. Um, but anyway, we'll get to that as we read. But it's like, thank you, God, for this newborn baby. And then now, Lord, I'm gonna. Now we today in today's world we do baby dedications like purification of that child and dedicating that child to the Lord. So that does not make the child saved, or you know that's not the process of salvation. You know because they haven't reached the age of understanding. But there is some level of significance to ded dedicating that child to the Lord and purifying the purification process uh, in the spiritual realm. I'm sure there's something to baby dedication that is significant that we can't see. So anyway, uh, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to dedicate your baby to the Lord at an early age. Um, yeah. All right. So this is a very long chapter, and it looks like I'm going to be waiting for this food for a minute. So. Let's see how much we can get through before they come out here and bring this food out here. Hopefully it's not too long because I'm thinking about just going home after this. We'll see. Alright. Purification after childbirth. The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If a woman becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son, she will be ceremony. Oh, I already read that. My bad, y'all. Leviticus 13. Went into robot mode. Serious skin diseases. There we go. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, If anyone has a swelling or a rash of discolored skin that might develop into a serious skin disease, 
that person must be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons. The priest will examine the affected area of the skin. If the hair in the affected area has turned white and the problem appears to be more than skin deep. <laughs> I was just thinking beauty is more than skin deep. I just want to see that phrase. Alright, it is a serious skin disease and the priest who examines it must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. But if the affected area of the skin is only a white discoloration and does not appear to be more than skin deep. Hold on, so let me make sure I arrived. Yeah, we good, we good. I hit that rod. Sometimes I forget to hit that rod button. Uh, but if the effect, verse four, but if the affected area of the skin is only a white discoloration and does not appear to be more than skin deep, and if the hair on the spot has not turned white, the priest will quarantine the person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest will make another examination. If he finds the affected area has not changed and the problem has not spread on the skin, the priest will quarantine the person for seven more days. On the seventh day, the priest will make another examination. If he finds the affected area has faded and not has not spread, the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. It was only a rash. The person's clothing must be washed and the person will be ceremonially clean. But if the rash continues to spread after the person has been examined by the priest and has been pronounced clean, the infected person must return to be examined again. If the priest finds that the rash has spread, he must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean, for it is indeed a skin disease. I wonder how many cars will sit in this special lane. How long they will sit in this lane before we just like, you know what? I don't want to take this anymore. I'm going home. As Urkel used to say. When Laura used to disrespect him. With all that love he was trying to show her. I should watch some Family Matters. I haven't watched Family Matters in years. Years. I don't know. It's weird watching those shows like that. Now. Like, I'm like, why did I watch this? This is not that good. I don't know. Anyway. Anyone who develops a serious skin disease must go to the priest for an examination. If the priest finds a white swelling on the skin and some hair on the spot has turned white and there is an open sore in the affected area, it is a chronic skin disease and the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. In such cases, the person need not be quarantined. Hmm, where have I heard that word recently? Quarantine. Hmm. Before, before it is obvious that the skin is defiled by the disease. Hold on a second. They sending me a message. Got a pop. Got a pop up from Didi. Verse twelve. Now suppose the disease has spread all over the person's skin, covering the body from head to foot. When the priest examines the infected person and finds that the disease covers the entire body, he will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. Since the skin has turned completely white, the person is clean. But if any open sores appear, the infected person must be will be pronounced ceremonially unclean. The priest must make this pronouncement as soon as he sees an open sore. Since open sores indicate the person... Since open sores, sorry, uh, indicate the per the presence of a skin disease. However, if the open sore 
sores heal and turn white like the rest of the skin, the person must return to the priest for another examination. If the affected area having if the infected areas have indeed turned white, the priest will then pronounce the person ceremonially clean by declaring, You are clean! People who are like dermatologists or just into the whole infectious diseases stuff, they probably really are deep into this. Like, they probably geek out on this chapter. Verse 18. If anyone has a boil on the skin that has started to heal, another thing that's interesting is that the priest is the one who does these examinations. Like, we would never ask our modern day pastors to do this kind of stuff. see when you out baking it's like free entertainment I promise doing these deliveries alright um verse 18 if anyone has a boil on the skin that has started to heal but a white swelling or a reddish white spot develops in its place that person must go to the priest to be examined if the priest examines it and finds it to be more than skin deep and if the hair in the affected area has turned white the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean the boil has, be boil has become a serious skin disease but if the priest finds no white hair on the affected area and the problem appears to be no more than skin deep and has faded the priest must quarantine the person for seven days if during that time the affected area spreads on the skin the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean because it is a serious disease but if the area grows no larger and does not spread it is merely the scar from the boil and the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean if anyone has suffered a burn on the skin and the burn area changes color becoming either reddish white or shiny white the priest must examine it if he finds that the hair in the affected area has turned white and the problem appears to be more than skin deep and skin disease has broken out in the burn the priest must then pronounce the person ceremonially unclean for it is clearly a serious skin disease but if the priest finds no white hair on the affected area and the problem appears to be no more than skin deep and has faded the priest must quarantine the infected person for seven days on the seventh day the priest must examine the person again if the affected area has spread on the skin the priest must pronounce that person ceremonially unclean for it is clearly a serious skin disease but if the affected area has not changed or spread on the skin and has faded it is simply a swelling from the burn the priest will then pronounce the person ceremonially clean for it is only the scar from the burn lord jesus boy mm, god help me because this is dry this is the dry stuff to me this is stuff in my brain this homer simpson monkey symbols are going cling 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 and if this food is not here by the time i finish reading this chapter i'm pulling off Cause this is crazy. I can't believe these other two cars are just sitting here. It don't look like anybody's coming out. Uh, 
it is almost two o'clock in the morning. It's like thirty cars at McDonald's. Why? Why are all y'all at McDonald's right now? Tell me why. Tell me why. All right, where was I? I think I'm verse 29. If anyone, either a man or woman, has a sore on the head or chin, the priest must examine it. If he finds it is more than skin deep and has fine yellow hair on it, the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. It is it is a scabby sore of the head or chin. If the priest examines the scabby sore and finds that it is only skin deep but there is no black hair on it, he must quarantine the person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must examine the sore again. If he finds that the scabby sore has not spread and there is no yellow hair on it and it appears to be only skin deep, the person must shave off all hair except the hair on the affected areas. Then the priest must quarantine the person for another seven days. Shave. I keep saying I'm going to grow my hair out. I just can't do it. Ah! Uh, I, I, yeah, I feel like I look weird with hair. I'm so used to like having no hair and cutting my hair off. I haven't cut off my goatee, and I know I look weird with it off, but I don't know. I sometimes I go through these phases where I just want to be like Neo, like clean, shave everything. Might even sh shave off my eyebrows one day. I actually did that in college once. Accidentally, accidentally was lining up my hair. And I nicked my eyebrows like, you know, I wonder what I'll look like without eyebrows. That's when I should have known I had some mental health issues. <laughs> I started shaving them jokers off. And uh took a then later on I took like a I took got an eyebrow pencil from me I said pencil. Pencil from Walmart. Um and yeah, colored my eyebrow in. And then I had like this hat. I used to wear the hat and I pulled it down over my eyebrows. It's weird. You know, yeah, yeah, I did some crazy stuff in college. Not too, there's a whole lot of crazier stuff I could have done, but that's probably up there with one of the craziest things I ever did in college. Uh, where was I? Boy. The person must shave off all their hair except the hair on the affected area then the priest must quarantine the person for another seven days verse 34 on the seventh day he will examine the sore again if it has not spread and appears to be more than skin deep be no more than skin deep the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean the person's clothing must be washed and the person will be ceremonially clean but if the scabby sore begins to spread after the person is pronounced clean the priest must do another examination if he finds that the sore has spread the priest does not need to look for yellow hair. The affected person is ceremonially unclean. But if the color of the scabby sword does not change and black hair has grown on it, it has healed. The priest will then pronounce the person ceremonially clean. I think I'm about to go to this window and be like, hey dude, y'all gonna have anybody come out? I'm trying to be nice. Um, but I might have to uh, get ignorant with these folks. Only thing I'm missing is some like house. Oh, you know what? I'm about to do this. Y'all didn't see this. Y'all did not see this. I'm just gonna go in this line right here. And actually get in the line so y'all got to hand me the food at the window. <laughs> Cause this is crazy. Oh, you gotta do some crazy stuff when you do this DoorDash. Alright. 
uh, verse 38. If anyone, either a man or a woman, has shiny white patches on the skin, the priest must examine the affected area. If he finds that the shiny patches are only pale white, this is a harmless skin rash, and the person is ceremonially clean. Verse 40. If a man loses his hair and his head becomes bald, he is still ceremonially clean. I'm ceremonially clean. Uh, I'm not actually losing. Well, I'm not losing my hair. It's just a little, little faint. My lining, it, my lining ain't as strong as it used to be when I was younger. I think that comes from oftentimes I made fun of my childhood friend who had a, uh, his lining was kind of off. Anyway, I don't know what it is, but in 2021, like I blame it on Jalen Rose. It's all about having a strong hairline, and Jalen Rose needs to for real do a like. Bosley commercial, whatever, or Keeps commercial, because he's making them a whole lot of money. Because a whole lot of dudes are um, self-conscious about their hairline now, and this dude just not coming out of this food. So yeah, and he only brought out one bag. So I'm about to go up to this window. All right, um, verse 40. If a man loses hair and his head becomes bald. He is still ceremonially clean. And if he loses hair on his forehead, he simply has a bald forehead. He simply has a bald forehead. He is still clean. However, if a reddish white sore. Hey, I'm here for a mobile order. I didn't see anybody coming out, so that's why I pulled over here. Yeah. It's uh, 536585. white sore appears in the bald area of the top of his head or on his forehead this is a skin disease the priest must examine him if he finds swelling around the reddish white sore anywhere on the man's head and it looks like a skin disease the man is indeed infected with this skin disease and is unclean the priest must pronounce him ceremonially unclean because of the sore on his head his head verse 45 those who suffer from a serious skin disease must tear their clothing and leave their hair uncombed they must cover their mouth and call out, unclean, unclean. They got to cover their mouth and call it, tear their clothing. Mm. Mm. As long as a serious disease lasts, they will be ceremonially unclean. They must live in isolation in their place outside the camp. Treatment of contaminated clothing. Now suppose mildew contaminates contaminates some woolen or linen clothing, woolen or linen fabric, the hide of an animal, or anything made of leather. If the contaminated area in the clothing, the animal hide, the fabric, or the leather article has turned greenish or reddish, it is contaminated with mildew and must be shown to the priest. After examining the, examining, after examining the affected
verse 50. After examining the affected spot, the priest will put the article in quarantine for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must inspect it again. If the contaminated area has spread, the clothing or fabric or leather is clearly contaminated by a serious mildew and is ceremonially unclean. All the dudes locked out of the McDonald's. The priest must burn the item, the clothing, the woolen or linen fabric or piece of leather for it has been contaminated by a serious mildew. It must be completely destroyed by fire. But if the priest examines it and finds that the contaminated area has not spread in the clothing, fabric or the leather the priest will order the object to be washed and then quarantine for seven more days hey I'm here for I'm here for one of those bags man I'm here for one of those bags 585 is the last three 585 yeah Boy, they look like they so confused up in there. Who knows how long the Mickey D's been, the food been sitting. Thank you, sir. Have a great night. All right, y'all. It's to be continued. Uh, we left off on... Uh, we left off on... We'll just pick off at 11. Verse 53. Y'all remember that. Alright, we are back at Mickey D's for Leviticus 13, part 2. Gonna wrap it up. Um, <laughs> man, have I said before how funny human beings are? Like, oh, I just, I for real just do a video, like a vlog of my journeys doing these deliveries. I should have done a better job. I'm just gonna start now. Because, <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably, I need to get like another recording device and just record my whole day or something like that. Um, the stuff I hear, the stuff I see, just do a better job of recording stuff as it happens. Anyway, um, real time, uh, I was going to say, so, I was in a hotel I just delivered to. First of all, the lady I delivered to, man, she was beautiful. But I saw that big old ring. Whoever that her husband is, he was like, I'll make sure everybody knows this is my wife. Like, I'm I'm convinced these rings, these bling blings, is mainly just so that everybody knows. They don't just in case, just in case. It's like, skirt. that's why Beyonce did that whole dance thing where she's like whatever if you like yeah that whole motion that was like stop see the ring stop I think that's what she was trying to say even though in today's culture there's a lot of dudes that would go right past they don't care and there's some women I hear that don't care either it's kind of sad that ring used to mean something it used to weigh a lot I feel like an old grandma said that once like that ring used to be heavy 
and it stuck to your finger. You couldn't even just, it was hard to take off. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, as I was leaving the hotel, it was this older lady. <laughs> it was funny to me. It'd probably not be funny to y'all, but I'll just crack it up inside. She's all scooting her little flip flops. It's two, mind you, it's like past two o'clock in the morning. And she just got a cigarette in her hand. That coffee about ready? That coffee about ready? She said this to the guy at the front desk. And he's like, sorry, man. Just got a few, like another minute or two or something like that. And that's all I pretty much heard. But I'm thinking, I wanted to say, I wanted to turn around like, I was already out the door. But I for real just wanted to just, see, when I'm an older man, when I'm an older man, I should, like, when I'm, I can't wait to hit, I'm 40, 40. When I turn 40, I'm going to be, I'm going to have the most exciting time of my life when I'm 40. Because I'm going to get like the full sweatpants outfits. Hopefully my future wife, she going to be down to rock the full like the sweatpants fits. That's all, that's the only thing that's going to be in my closet is the Nike, the Adidas, the Puma. I don't care the brand, but it's going to, it could be off brand. But it's going to be the full sweat outfit with the matching shoes and the hat and yeah the backwards ball cap and and i like the swish the swish jogging suits so you go shh, shh, shh. you hear the kids walk you know when you're in school you can hear the kid walking down the hall with the swish, 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 swish. yes yes the off colors swish suits i don't know what she called them things but yeah yeah the track suits yes i'm down for it where was I going with that? Oh, I was saying, like, when I'm 40, I'm going to say what's, like, within reason, led by the Holy Spirit. But I'm just going to be saying, as long as it's not too crazy, all those things that I'll be thinking about wanting to say, but I don't say them because my, you know, that little filter says, Aaron, don't say that. Just keep moving. Keep going. You got to, you know. But hopefully by 40, these books will take off. This podcast will take off. And I won't be working on regular type work. And you know, the real estate stuff will take off. And yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna look back on this video. You remember this, Aaron, when you said this. But whenever I get that idea to say something, I see a, a lady who says at two o'clock in the morning, it's like, is that coffee bar ready? I'll be like, lady, it's two o'clock in the morning. What you doing drinking coffee? <laughs> it's past your, it's, I'll be like, isn't it past your bedtime? What you go up at two o'clock in the morning drinking coffee? What you trying to do? To, what you need coffee for at 2 o'clock in the morning? What you trying to do at 2 o'clock in the morning eating some coffee? <laughs> that's what I wanted to say to her as she went to go smoke that. And don't you know that cigarette that's sticking in your hand going to kill you? I'm just going to be, oh man, I'm going to be off the cuff and be handing out the Jesus tracks. Oh man, anyway. Anyway, the chick tracks, chick tracks, chick tracks. Chick tracks. Chick tracks. I'll make sure to slip something in my chick track that makes it like, even if you don't want the information, you throw that in trash, you go like, mmm, a sucker. Or like, yeah, give me some candy, you know, sometimes slip a couple dollar bills in there. Like, my chick track's gonna at least be something like, hey, I at least feel like, even if I didn't find this beneficial, <laughs> you know, um, Whatever the other item he gave me was uh be something, you know. 
they'll have a positive association with the chick track. They'll never forget that guy who gave me the sucker and the blow pop and the chick track. Every time I eat blow pops, they'll be thinking of me. Anyway. So yeah, now I'm back at McDonald's and it's I really need to get do the whole thing while butt in line again because I can't even have to say butt in line. I haven't used that phrase in years. Since like middle school. Um because they be taking forever to just walk out here and this lady ordered three Diet Cokes and I'm pretty sure they're already done already sitting in the bags and just sitting over there getting all flat. But last time, as soon as I moved out of my lane, then all of a sudden all the dude wants to walk out with food. I'm honestly better off just for real, just staying in line. I don't know, I'm gonna be patient. I'm just gonna sit here, I'm gonna be patient. Um Yeah, I'm just gonna be patient, you know? It's gonna be patient. Patience grasshopper. Alright, let's finish off the rest of this chapter. Uh Exodus uh, I keep saying Exodus. I got Exodus on the brain. Uh Leviticus fifty three. But the priest examines, but if the priest examines it, once again we're talking about skin diseases. But if the priest examines it and finds that the contaminated area has not spread in the clothing, the fabric, or the leather, the priest will order the object to be washed and then quarantined for seven mile, seven more days. Then the priest must examine the object again. If he finds that the contaminated area has not changed, color after being washed even if it did not spread the object is defiled it must be completely burned up whether the contaminated spot is on the inside or outside but if the priest examines it and finds that the contaminated area has faded after being washed he must cut the spot from the clothing the fabric or the leather it's kind of like not a funny story but I don't know it's from my childhood every time I think about the whole cutting of the fabric my mom crocheted this really nice my mom she ever listens to this later she'll laugh maybe she might maybe she'll cry anyway she crocheted me this really nice baby blanket i think subconsciously i hated the blanket because it had pink squares in it because my mom she put like pink blue and green squares in there speaking of that i think my mom messes me and i did not message her back oh she gonna get me oh mom i'm sorry i'm gonna tell her i'll say hey they got away from me you ever like look at a message and you mean to respond right away but you get sidetracked doing other stuff and you forget to respond that's what happened see what happened mom that's what i'm gonna say sorry mom i hope you had a good day yesterday anyway uh oh yes the blanket so my mom crocheted this baby blanket for me and i think i subconsciously didn't like it and i was like i think around five I remember we lived in texas he was to Texas and you know I'm just a young boy don't know better I accidentally spilled some glue some Elmer's glue on a blanket and uh, yeah so what does a young boy do when he thinks he's helping mom get rid of the glue stain in the wonderful blanket baby blanket she crocheted her took the time to crochet her son and there's a memory forever and ever and ever take some scissors and cuts it out 
how was I supposed to know that you don't do that to crochet? That there's probably some other way she could have got the glue stain out without me cutting the whole, cutting a big old hole in the blanket and ruining the blanket. I don't, I don't even know if she kept the blanket. I should ask her if she kept it. Anyway. So anyway, that's what I think of every time when I see, I've seen this scripture that talks about, uh, I feel like I've listened, I've listened to the Bible a few times all the way through, at least two or three times, but I've never actually read it all the way through. So that's what I'm doing with Chew the Bible. This is one of the main reasons why I do Chew the Bible. It gives me an excuse to read the Bible at two o'clock in the morning while in line waiting for some McDonald's DoorDash order of diet, three Diet Cokes with some random lady. Well, I don't know why she's ordering Diet Cokes from McDonald's at 2 o'clock in the morning when she could just get that she could get, do it through Walgreens or uh, CVS but hey I'm getting paid so I won't complain alright so uh, where was I Cutting, cutting out, cutting out the fabric. Here we go. Verse 57. If the spot later reappears on the clothing, the fabric or the leather article, the mildew is clearly spreading and the contaminated object must be burned up. But if the spot disappears from the clothing, the fabric or the leather article, after it has been washed, it must be washed again. Then it will, it will be ceremonially clean. Verse 59. These are the instructions for dealing with mildew that contaminates woolen or lilin woolen or linen clothing or fabric or anything made of leather this is how the priest will determine whether these items are ceremonially clean or unclean Whew. dear Heavenly Father thank you for this word thank you Lord for what continually washing it over me as I'm out making these deliveries in the name of Jesus Lord please help these people to move a little faster at the Mickey D's um, yeah I'm waiting on this food, Lord, and I mean, there's these drinks, and uh, yeah, I like them to move a little faster. <clears throat> you know what? We're about to do Oh, see, as soon as I circle around, watch, 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 as soon as I circle around. No, we're gonna stay positive. We're gonna stay positive. What's gonna happen? Car pulled up behind me. Ah! 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 Patience, grasshopper. Patience. Patience, grasshopper. Ah, back to the bread. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're teaching me patience in doing this. Lord. Wherever this next pivot is, I got some ideas. But I need clarity on it. I need clarity on it. And I need grace. I need favor. So whatever this pivot is, whatever I end up doing, I got some ideas. But God, yes, it's getting old. Alright, and Lord, I just pray for those that don't know you. Pray they give their life over to you. They will ask you into their heart, surrender to you. And that uh, they would just have a deeper desire to get to know you. Um, and that they know that they would just know that the only way they can have a relationship with you, God, is through your son, Jesus, who died on the cross. Uh, he said, Romans uh, 6, verse 23, uh, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. John 10, 10 says the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but you, Lord, came over 2,000 years ago so that we could have life and have it more abundantly, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that those scriptures, even though they sound like words, 
uh, probably a bunch of jibber jabber. I just pray that it would just speak to their hearts and that, um, yeah, God, you don't demand perfection, but you you do desire to for us all to have a relationship with your son, Jesus, and who was perfect. And through him, we are made perfect. And because we know in light of that, that's what makes us want to live sold out completely for you, God, and live life, lives of holiness. And you empower us because you say, he who began a good work in us is, was, is faithful um, and just to complete it something like that yes to the end so um these seeds that are being sown into people's lives i pray in the name of jesus so that those seeds would uh take root and somebody else would come along water that joker and your sunlight would you know ding down on it and there'll be uh fruit leaves fruit grow spread spread everywhere um multiplication in your kingdom in Jesus mighty name I pray and it's bring people along their side that can help them walk this Christian life out uh, Jesus mighty name I pray amen alright y'all let's see let's see real quick what is uh, what's at Leviticus 14 looking like cause we looking like we about to be here till 3 o'clock till old dude comes out here with the food I hope not things should still work offline even though I'm offline hey oh there you go had to click the arrow all right uh you thought Leviticus 14 was long let's see Leviticus 13 was 59 verses Leviticus 14 is 57 verses, y'all. Uh, I think we'll just stop there because when I get home, I have to edit this video anyway. So, yeah, we'll stop it there. And until uh, next time, God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day. And uh, stay safe out on these streets. Oh, yes, hedge of protection against this Delta variant. Apparently, our state. Uh, Missouri is at the top of the list uh, for cases. I don't trust none of these reports coming out. Call me crazy, but I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that right now. But uh, yeah, main thing is whether it's real or not real, just be safe out here. Use, uh, use wisdom, use judgment. And don't let anybody, uh, don't let anybody, um, what can I say here, attack you or, or, um, or bully you into getting a vaccine and scare you in the vaccine and all this fear, fear mongering, whatever. A vaccine that is shown, see, I'm getting, I'm going into an area that I shouldn't be going in meddling. But my main thing is don't let anybody, like, whatever decision you make, whether you get the vaccine or you don't get the vaccine, don't let fear control your life or let people bully you into doing something. That's all I got to say. That's that's my PSA for tonight or day. All right. Deuces.
Yes.